Oh, you won't be know me as a stranger at your door. I come and go from time to time and there is nothing more. But if you wouldn't venture on further down the line. Hey, dude. Hello, dude. I don't know what my deal is. Like every every week, you send the, the text with the link, and I'm like, "Oh, maybe it's in my bookmarks, or maybe it's in my recent history." <laughs> I have to go and like copy the link for my text and email it to myself because I'm using. Oh, really? Yeah. Like maybe I'm being silly. Like I don't know how else to get it on the computer, or maybe if I like looked at the link, it, it, I would see all the word salad to put in on the URL. Maybe. But here I am. Good. Good, good, good. I think I just deleted a bunch of stuff that I didn't want to delete. Oh, that sucks. It's stuff that was on my desktop that I was working on. Oh, boy. And I think I did it from my phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> Apple keeps fucking telling me, is like, stop. You don't have enough iCloud space. And I'm like, all right, let me go check what's being backed up. And it's like the fucking like Dunkin' Donuts app. I'm like, what the fuck are you backing up? <laughs> I don't need a backup of Dunkin' Donuts or or some fucking other random thing. Right. And so I deleted a bunch of backups, but I think because my desktop is on the cloud for some reason, I think it deleted like upcoming live action Star Wars artwork and stuff. Which I think is fine because those are already like ready to go. You, you have them somewhere as far else. As YouTube, yeah, but um, there's like things where, like, when I post the episode, I have to get the artwork. It's it's like minor shit, but I just got asked to do a project, and I like oh, I'll start working on it today, and it's not crazy i didn't do like i probably did like a half hour work but i don't want to have to redo a half hour work well of course not no so i i think i'm fine okay i think i'm fine okay but uh, uh, right now mentally through my brain i'm thinking what was everything that was on my desktop and is it important and i don't think it was. That's one of those things. Like sometimes you'll you'll accidentally delete an app or move an app on your phone, and it's like, oh, it turns out I don't know what apps I have or use. You know, I, you can look at the yeah. screen all day and be like, I guess it's all there. Yeah. Until you go yeah. to find something, that's that's I'm what good. you know. I, I know there's lose. there's like. Uh, I think I'm fine. I think what I'm happened? fine. I, I'm, I'm guessing. I was clearing, uh-huh. I was clearing out. Uh, uh, my iCloud was really, really letting me know that I had no more space this <laughs> month. And I'm like, all right, fine. Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And so I went in and looked at the backup. And it was just a bunch of random things that I got rid of. But I think for some reason it's set up that my desktop on my computer, the files are in the cloud. And I yeah, might mine- be able to retrieve them. Mine does that too, and I don't know why. But um, I just saved something to it now, and it seemed to save to my desktop just fine. Um, but like Darmlar's artwork, oh no, I have a template for the for the posts, 
and I usually just grab it from the weeks before, but that's on a hard drive. I can grab that, but it's just easier to grab the one from last week and uh-huh. just type in the new thing. And I think that's fine. I think it's fine. I don't think I lost anything important. Well, the thing is like, why did it happen? And is it going to happen again? Right. That's, right. that's what it would make me nervous. My desktop looks real fucking clean though. Oh, I, I bet. gotta say Oof. it looks so nice. I'm like, oh, this is really great. The make um, finally came in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't a ton of stuff. I don't keep a lot of stuff. But it is It is like podcasting artwork that I, you know, plan on updating and, you know, oh well. You keep stuff close, stuff that you're working on. Yeah, it's Ryan, just that, yeah. Ryan, let me ask yes. you a technical question. When you yes. get the text, the text from Ralph about, like, where to click on to meet with the streaming here, how do you, what do you answer. do next? I go to messages on my computer. Oh. And then I copy the link okay. and then I paste it into Chrome because Chrome is not my default browser. Safari is, but it won't work in Safari. Okay. See, uh, Chrome is my default browser. So when I get sent one, I just click it and it opens right up. There you Jesus go. Jesus is my copilot. Are you not on an a Apple product? I actually do use Chrome, but I, I'm not on an Apple product, no. Yeah. So I I don't know if I can get my messages on my computer as easily as Ryan did. They just released messages for window, but Windows, but it's um, really restricted. Like I can't you send can myself big fix? Oh, you could do that. You, you okay. could send me them, too, if you want. <laughs> it's always good to get a second opinion. Yes, that is a dick. <laughs> I would say throbbing. Okay. <laughs> Definitely within that category. So I was just telling Ralph, I, f- I feel kind of um, technologically uh, behind because he, he sends the text for the link and I'm like, okay. And I copy it and I put it into an email and I email it to myself and then I go to my computer and open my email. I feel like when I watched my boss Google to find Bing. <laughs> uh, um. Can you say the electronic messaging system in which you send stuff again? Sure. Yeah, I can. It's um, I said email, right? Did I say the yeah. email? Yeah. You 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 when you say it casually, it's it's almost like email. Oh, it, really? it like goes oh. up at the end. Email. I heard email. Like email? I, well, I heard email too. I knew, but I wasn't perplexed by what he was saying. But but I I have a bit of a when, tone on it. When you when you have it in context with a sentence, it, it, it you give it a little something extra, which is not bad. It. I have a yes, you are. I've always said that about you. <laughs> and throbbing, those are the two uh, things. Right. Those are the two yes. adjectives I've used. Confirmed. Lilting and throbbing. I know it's terrible. <laughs> we'll just, say that's just a new, we'll is that a new real to real Brian uh, Ryan Brian Ryan? <laughs> I've had it for about three years, and it's been in exactly that same place the entire time. Okay, so Did you no. dust it. <laughs> I did dust it. Well, there you go. Before, that's the answer. Before I dusted it, it looked like a microwave. So that's why. <laughs> now, the cool thing about it, and by cool, I mean probably not cool uh, to anybody cool, but me. <laughs> Anne hyphen Margaret. Um, it has an 8-track player on the side. So it's not only a reel-to-reel, oh. it also is an 8-track player as well. <laughs> it's, uh, the, it's got an 8-track uh, on the a... side. It does, I got a, I, I, I'm in a, a buy nothing group on Facebook uh-huh. and 
someone was giving away and I showed up too late and I'm like, if Greg doesn't come through, I want to come pick this up. And it was a Polaroid. Um, ah, shit. I forget the name of it. It's, it's, it's the Polaroid decided to make a machine where mm-hmm. you would record Polaroid video, like, or, or movie, like a super eight on a cartridge. Okay. And then you okay. can immediately put it in this box, which yes. projected it like a TV. Pola, Pola Flex or Pola something. Yes. I wanted so bad. And mostly I mean, with you no, in mind. There's no film for it. Like it was a special, right. like right. non-negative. I mean, I don't know if you can make your own. I know people make their own cart, eight millimeter cartridges and shit like that. But I went up and looked up a video about it. And the person who had it had some cartridges to stick in. Oh wow! So, but, so a buying nothing group is that? I thought yeah, it was for so, people who want to get shit, but like are trying to abstain for financial reasons. But it sounds like, but you, you can give also stuff just, away? like like you can give stuff away. I've given away some weird things, um, like what? Like like I had a lamp. I had a, a lamp. That's this isn't a weird one, but I had a mm. lamp that that's just been driving me up the wall. I didn't want to throw it away. I didn't know where to put it. And someone was like, Hey, uh, a new family moved into our guest house and they have a kid and there's, we literally have no lights in the room. Does anybody have lamps? And I'm like, I'll set it on my porch, DM them. Here's the address. And then they, they take it away. Um, you can also say I ordered a hot hamburger buns from delivery and they sent us wheat oh and i don't want them does anyone want and within 20 bugs? minutes someone's like i'll take them came by picked them up how this is all new to me how big is no. this group and is it people you know so and is it group, people who are local no it's so the group is a, a anaheim hill specific group and the oh. boundaries are like i don't know like no ranch road to to Weir Canyon Rivers. Road and like yeah, like kind yeah. of the that general area, um, mm-hmm. and you kind of just function. But there's there's groups like this for like every place, like wherever you guys are, you can probably find a buy nothing group. So there's things like people are just like I have a bunch of cardboard boxes. If anybody's looking to move, I have uh, a car chase, or right. yeah. <laughs> there's i have i have this pane of glass uh requires two people to pick it up if you want to stop by but no it's kind of cool like like we've had stevie got the cats this like all natural cat food uh and, and it's like frozen it's in the freezer and the cats didn't like it oh. it had been sitting there for a while and i'm just like well, i'm just gonna i don't i, I could put waffles there right <laughs> it's in the right. way it's taking up space and, but the cats Waffles don't like it, but we don't cats. want to throw it out. So I just posted a picture and said, real cat food. And a lady's, like, a lady's like, I have dogs. I'm like, <laughs> it's literally just meat. It's literally a, tube, like a, a thing of meat and like veggies. And I got a message from her like a couple of days later. Where did you guys get this? It, my dogs loved it so much. And I'm like, great. <laughs> It's it's perfect. It's it makes a lot of sense. There's there's people with stuff and people that need stuff, and you know, might might as well use the internet to make the connection. I, it's it, it's like stuff you would take to Goodwill, um, or the stuff that's perfectly good you just don't have a use for. Right. Makes a lot and of you're sense. Just like, and then I realized it's it's better to leave stuff on the porch because I'm a dude in and it's uh, 
predominantly women on this and i it didn't even occur to me right that that i could be setting a trap or that uh, yeah. it would be intimidating and so like afraid. yeah yeah and and so like a lot of times well i mean everything i say sounds like something a, a trap would say like oh yeah me and my <laughs> wife are at home come by right. just knock on the door and me or my wife will yeah like i'm like it's stupid so now i just been like leaving it on the porch or letting I'm, him know just wait <laughs> just wait downstairs and i'll bring down the bike to you um mm-hmm. so i don't just grab you and pull you into the apartment right yeah you have to think about stuff like that like i i've recently yeah. got to the point on elevators where I'm, i've decided that it's maybe not the nicest thing to let someone out first if it's just me and and a woman uh, I've decided what I do is I'm going to get off first and move really quick. That way I'm not now behind her. You know, right. I had to think about that. Like, maybe that's not the best thing. Like, oh, after you, let me just keep following you. Yeah. Now, then I, you crop I, dust I, that's the, that's a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's his real well, kink. All, all more reason to have him in front. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, um, I always would do that. Well, because I read about uh, in Japan, how just naturally there is an elevator captain like that just happens when there's somebody in there and they're responsible for holding open the door and pressing buttons. It's just something that naturally happens because it's it's Keenan Thompson. It's just Mm -hmm. Japan is a very, very nice country. So I started to adopt that in my office building and just within the past, I don't know, a couple of months I thought about, Oh, this isn't good because it does feel like I'm following this person and that doesn't, it seems like I have an ulterior motive or something like that. And not that I was, you know, trying to be more Japanese. Right. It's one thing to be the elevator captain in a society where like everyone expects it and is ready for it. But to be the elevator captain in a room full of people that have never heard of it, they're just like, what, what is your deal? Why are you so bossy about the elevator? Right. I mean, I kind of get away with it a little bit because it's our business is guest service and Mm -hmm. You know, some people are, you know, it's beaten into their brains. You know, if they were uh, frontline cast, like, I still act like I'm working in the park when I'm not in the park. Right. Like, I'm still polite and shit. And so they're used to someone that would just be like, oh, and and whoever would like to get off on the third floor. We've now reached the third floor. I I totally feel that way. But I also feel like an idiot, too, because most people are just jerks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Most people are just jerks. Full stop. That's like you. You nailed yeah. it. Yes, <laughs> but not us. Yeah. Not us. We're just a couple. Our of, shit does not stink. We're just a couple of sweet dudes watching Sweet Tooth. <laughs> yes. Yep. How about it? How about it? So this episode had the uh, the stupidest shit uh, that pissed me off of the entire series, and oh, luckily really? it was done within five seconds because it drove me up the wall, and I'm like, this is the stupidest shit. But I still like the show. You got to tell me because I don't know if I even. It has to be. Even... It has to be something Ryan will, will also bring up because it involves his least favorite character, Robert the Gerbil guy. Was it the <laughs> fucking Shawshank ending? Yes. What the Shawshank? fuck okay. is that? <laughs> I thought you said what it was within fuck? the first five minutes, and I was like, "Oh God, it's not the Shawshank." But no. then, yeah, that was very. It was weird. Maybe he he had TNT and has seen. Seen that that uh, movie quite a bit. <laughs> he was and if he TNT. had escaped into a casino, he would have uh, done like Ocean's Eleven or something. Like, I, uh, you know what else is in the TNT what? family? What's that? What 
that we should get into real quick. Yes. Ben, oh, any word right. on Angie Tribeca? Angie oh, Tribeca, which yeah. initially aired on TBS, is a, um, a sitcom that is currently streaming on Hulu. So um, yes. for those of you with Hulu, as for those of you who want to watch Angie Tribeca, there you go. Okay, Hulu report. Angie Tribeca report. Uh, I, I like that. I don't like the Shawshank thing. I, I, I thought that was a bit much. <laughs> right. But I was just thinking that if he had escaped with Gus, that they could have done a Raising Arizona thing. Yelling and yanking the other guy. Bobby out of pulling the Gus out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I would want to see. <laughs> so, Bobby, Bobby, I'm not going to say he's smarter than everybody else good but but he figured out like hey you know this knife can probably cut me out of this thing yeah gus couldn't even find the knife like gus is like uh you know in fifth element where zorg is saying like a real killer would ask what the what the button does red button yeah (laughs) when gus gus has the leatherman he's like hey cool it opens (laughs) whereas gus is the real killer he found the knife and he got all the way out Um, and so but i thought that like then i was curious like when Gus had his moment where he finally ran for it, uh, didn't he stab one of the guards? Like with his I antler, guess, right? With his antler. He, he sliced oh. the leg of one of the guards. That guard fell to his knees while, and then shocked the other guy. Right. He, got, he, he played them off each other. And I, I saw the stabbing. I guess I didn't pick up on the antler because was, it was like, wait a minute. I thought was quick. Bobby had the Leatherman. He almost made it. Yeah. He made it as far as like three rooms. <laughs> well, we don't know. Maybe he's, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. That's right. He just shanks Abbott in the chest with his antlers. <laughs> I, you know what, Ryan? I think it was Ryan. It could be rough. Forgive yes. me if I'm wrong, but one of you totally predicted all the animal kids turning on Gus. Just well, like I, 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 I said it out loud. I, I don't. Ralph may have had that thought as well too, but I was the first one to say it. So I. I mean, last week I, we knew thought. that they. <laughs> we knew that they had they had turned their crossed their arms at him, and they were quite cross. But this week it was more about what we said, like, like they were not going to trust him because he's the one that keeps coming back, right? And but I, and the, but critical to that was I thought Peter was going to rat him out, but Peter can't uh, do much these days. He, he just not no. he just not going to be ratting him out. No, I can't believe it. Yeah, that was crazy off screen. I mean, yeah. That's just, the thing with this show is we like Ryan saying last week. I think the kids are mad. Guess what? You get the answers this week. And with yeah, Peter, exactly. I thought we were going to get some more, and we didn't. And I did not like that. Yeah, I, mostly because like it, it, I, it, I don't like the doctor being a shithead. I thought we were over that. I thought we we're like, okay, we understood what he had to do. Right to get things done and i thought we were past that i thought we were on to chickens but apparently <laughs> no. not no, no because now we're that at makes the point me mad we're at it's the chickens point. plus yeah because he could go to that whole crazy dinner and afterwards like justify abbott to to ronnie like oh right. sorry honey i know we had a weird night with the boss but boys will be boys you know he's yeah. he's the man and also if gus finds out that that Peter gets killed, then that like it's going to ruin him forever. Well, but oh, because he he's responsible. That's, but he he's kind of responsible because Peter came in and was attacking those guys, right. rightfully so. 
and then and he's like, like no we're good we're good people cool. and then it's gonna it's gonna weigh on his conscience well but he saw like he saw the guy's like necklace that's when he charged them right I, like shortly thereafter i don't know if that was a the oh, motivating yeah, right. factor so uh, yeah that's gonna be a big problem for Gus. yeah uh, do you remember when they had that? Their, um, they were getting ready to go out to the dinner, and they set up a safe word. Like if you say gargoyle, I'll pull you right out of there. That was right. a callback, right? Didn't they do that in the last season? I didn't have time. To oh, like at up, the but... the party in the neighborhood with the so. terrible woman. Yeah. Oh, I just thought, what a terrible! How are you going to work ago? that into a conversation? That's a very bad safe word. Yes, terrible. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's good for the bedroom. The movie, but, like... the episode's called Bad Man. Uh, they could probably bring up Batman, and then she could bring up the animated series. And you know, it was like the animated series. Disney did oh. their own thing. Oh, gargoyles. yeah! Look at that. Oh, yeah. He did it in like three seconds. Yeah, you're right. That would be that would be. Totally but then natural. she was like, "But he said gargoyles, not gargoyle." I wonder if that means the same thing. Right. That doesn't count. It, it's it doesn't count. <laughs> Boy, like strawberry spitting... shake tastes like gargoyle spit. <laughs> uh, I was, thought it was funny that across the table, Ronnie and the doctor were like, oh, fuck this shake. But Abbott and um, Johnny are used to it. They were, they were oh, they, they sucking love it down. Shit. I'm not going to remember his name. Is it Johnny? So I'm just going to call him Abbott also. <laughs> Baby he Abbott. Be, he's like, he's the scene virus. He's, he looks like Ted Raimi. And he's, he's yeah. Abbott's Ted Raimi. He, he... Uh, I, 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 <laughs> what is it? I don't know. He's fine. I like him. Yeah, he's gonna die, okay. right? He's he's, he's done oh, for. I don't know. He made it this long, you know. If you feel like Abbott, like he said earlier, when he's wiping chocolate on his jacket, like oh, <laughs> like you don't care. Like there, there's chocolate. Like they, they're lucky to have real cheese lasagna, right? But you can just waste all that sloppy chocolate on that just dude's... waste. Just wasted on humiliating your brother, <laughs> fucking up his lapels, messing up the brother's lines. So <laughs> he was telling him like, "Oh, I, you know, I, I can't believe I keep giving you reasons to to let me down, or whatever the line was." I think that if there was a, a line that Johnny could cross, that would have Abbott be done with him. He must have by now. I think I think Johnny's just immune, right? Unless he like helps right. the hybrids escape or helps Ronnie escape or whatever. Yeah, like, like down the road. Rail. But but yes. up until this point, no. He's been he's been fine. Um weird weird the dinner was kind of interesting where uh, like you can tell that him and Ronnie had a relationship and like she poured his champagne and right. the other two dudes sing and Abbott were like what was that? But that poured it with funny. disrespect while Abbott was talking and about to give a toast. Like she yeah. was fucking with him hard. She, oh, she was. That scene was very tense, very well done. The the dynamic between Ronnie and Abbott, and then every time that she would throw Johnny in there, like to give him the champagne or get him a chair or, or whatever. Invite him to how, dinner, like even at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All power plays, and it was just it, like I couldn't take it. I, I I was putting myself in that <laughs> that scene, like if I was there, and I just feel like if I'm ever in a situation that that's that's that tense, I'd just be like, ah, this is too tense. Stop Gargoyle. talking. 
torch. Yeah, Carol. Carol. Any context? <laughs> well, so like, okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on. It makes me mad that because Abbott's such a prick. And I understand why he's like takes the first fire, the first uh, antidote. The yeah, that's like because he doesn't want it as a bargaining chip. I don't. He doesn't want Singh to have that as a bargaining chip. He doesn't want Singh to. He doesn't, he doesn't want to lose his. He doesn't want to lose his leverage and, on Singh. And I'm trying to like, like he knows Abbott knows that this is going to make him all powerful. Right. Like he can get the 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 other three uh, parties. Yes. To be like, hey, now I'm the leader. Because um, we saw him bullshit factory town with the fake antidote. With now that he has the real yeah. antidote, like he can actually like come into power and be the, the president of the world, I guess. Um, but how long and... would that last? Because if you end up getting rid of the virus, the things that has caused society to crumble and society could reestablish itself. Then he's out of a uh, job. You're building your uh-huh. army. Aha. Uh-huh. That 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 just that line of thinking, Ryan, for some uh-huh. reason, I felt like such an idiot because in this episode, Rob, I see him take the virus and I thought, why on earth did I think he was gonna give people the cure? Like <laughs> this this whole time, why would I even think that the next step would be the cure going to people? Right. No, that's of course not. Right. He's going to control yep. it. He's going to, he's going to, he would love to find a way to charge you for it or hell it's, he'd probably be better off with the secret sauce. Cause then he could just make you loyal to him because you have, you have to get the medicine from him every month. Right. I can't, right. I didn't think about that. I guess I just wasn't thinking about what was happening next, but it was just at that moment, like, Oh shit. Well, you just have yeah. to wait to the next episode because they don't drag this shit out there. You're, you're going to, They'll let you know. Yeah, they'll let you know. That is true. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the um, the tailspin air pirates, the the air lords, Don Carnage? So, and his... <laughs> so, so there was like sort of a bit of a reveal of the leader. Yeah. Of this of this group, and Dolly? as she was walking like away to the, away from the camera towards our heroes. I was like, oh man, it better not be Missy Pyle. Uh, <laughs> it, it felt like that. It really, and then it, then I started thinking about, God damn, why the last man? What happened? <laughs> what happened? We're so hurt by it. We have brought it up in every single episode. I know. <laughs> it was, but that again, it's a show. similar, it's showing you like a similar sort of story you can tell, a post apocalyptic. Uh, a global pandemic right. that wipes out a bunch of people. Like it's, uh, there's a lot of similar things. Uh, factions of people that are surviving in different locations. Uh, it, but it just shows you how, like, it, it. It sometimes it just works. It sometimes it doesn't. But these are so close together, like story wise, as far as all that stuff virus right. how come certain people didn't get it how come whatever and it's just like it's like you watch this and you, you there's 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 
sort of things that remind you of why the last man every time. And that's the thing. And this is, was that moment. You know that the success of this show or the, the lack of success of why, at least in our opinion, it has nothing to do with these common elements. If you can make this show right. with all those common elements, then there's something else that you need. And it's, uh, it's, I don't know, speed, uh, th- direction, um, well thought out, cohesive story. Yeah, stuff like that. I think it. I think it starts with the writing. I think once you get whoever who whatever the writing room is and the showrunners, they're like, we have eight episodes to tell this thing, and you make the scripts. Different people are writing different scripts, and there's different directors, but the core is these people are on this trajectory. These people are on this other trajectory and we need to make sure that we're pacing this out so that we know where everybody is and we know exactly everybody's motivations, even if it's a a secret like Abbott, like we're not, we don't know if he's going to give it to everybody or not the antidote. But the thing is, it's like the way the story's presented and how it's going, like this whole time, we didn't need to know who Johnny was. But now that we do, it's a complete game changer. They and, knew that and, the whole time. And the story feels really, really focused. Concise. It yeah. really, like, yeah, it's right. really focused. Whereas yeah. why, like, did be whole episode dedicated to some other thing? I, right. I, I was looking at the artwork that I chose for Why the Last Man. I was posting last week's show on Instagram. And I saw like one character from Why the Last Man that I made the album art for that week or the cover art. And I'm like, I have no idea who that person is. Yeah, this person doesn't, <laughs> this doesn't mean anything to me. Because no why, I, why, why, why the Last Man comes from uh, what we, what we find out it was 99 issues of the comic. Yeah, something, something like that. Like that. Well, you don't have the luxury of taking these little side trips. You know, you don't know or if you, you're going to get right. Or you can never assume. You never assume you're getting another season. I think yeah. is the moral of the story. I I'm trying so. to remember where we left off at the end of Sweet Two season one, but I want to say they announced season two like a week after it had, it had dropped. It Same was with I, season three. I think so. Yeah, and I think they said season three is the final season, which yes. leads me to believe this 24 episodes um, yes. has been. Uh, sort of the goal the whole time yeah we're gonna do 24 episodes that's right it, it, it feels like they haven't skipped a beat it feels like every episode is like totally focused on story and the characters well, even well it if, sounded like, like i'm sorry it sounded like they were filming season three at the same time as season two like back to the future two and three style because when they announced it they said yep and we've already finished filming it when yeah great that's it was right. announced even in season one, we could do things like they spend the the, the episode at that um, museum or whatever it was in the in mm-hmm. the woods. But even that progressed the story. We learned more about Jep. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, like stuff kept happening, even though we had a little bit of a, of a, a detour. It didn't detour the plot. And I think that the key is, like you said, don't imagine you're going to have another season. So if it's me and I'm thinking, okay, I want my first eight episodes to have this ending. It's not mm-hmm. the ending of the story, 
But if it happened to end there, it would be like, okay, that was a cliffhanger, but at least you told your, your tale. Right. And it's, it can't be, it can't be easy. The, it, I, the, I don't know if I've talked about this, but the Dark Crystal series on Netflix. Oh yeah, I don't, know if, it. I don't know if you've seen it. I, have I still have. Um, so here's here's what's great. It's a prequel, which is fine. Um, it actually fleshes out all the shit you can't pay attention, like you can't focus on in the movie. Um, <laughs> and where season one ends, there's definitely room for season two. Right, but. You can also be like, okay, this is where this left off. It can go right into the movie. I understand the movie more. Well, that's that's sounds um, like they did a good job of. Uh, and so they had the foresight to be like, we don't know if we're going to get a second season. Right. There's no time to sort of dilly dally. We need to tell a dark crystal story, and we're getting I don't know, it was like twelve episodes or something. We're getting this amount of episodes, um, and we're going to do it right. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. You know, sort of meander. It's really good. That's that takes uh, planning. Stevie, that's... Yeah, that's what it is. It's planning. Stevie Stevie does not like the Dark Crystal movie. It puts her to sleep, and understandably, it, it's slow paced and it's yeah. just kind of bizarre. I get and, it. Um, uh, I mean, I'm glad they made it. Put it in English. Yes, <laughs> because the because they, the, they might the, not have the title version. Would have been would have been tough, but um, when we got done, like it was literally like I would put on Dark Crystal on a Saturday afternoon, and she'd be like, "Oh, I guess it's nap time." She would say it out <laughs> loud, and then proceed to take a nap. And I'm like, "Fine, it's fine. I'll get to watch Dark Crystal." Um, when we were done watching the series, she asked to watch the movie, and uh-huh. we watched the movie. She's like, "Oh, I totally get it now." Interesting. Like everything that they see carved on the wall in the like broken whatever in, in dark crystal um you you're like oh i know who these characters are because i just watched 12 episodes ryan i know you're not a fan of dark crystal I am um, not. but for the sheer craft uh of of the series it's amazing to watch uh the pacing is way better the pacing is way better and um there's a lot of fun stuff in it like i don't know i, I i'm not gonna say uh, that you're that you're going to be way into it <clears throat> because I know your history with Ryan frowned Froud. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan of his, <clears throat> and it still looks like that sort of fantasy world. Um, I will say that the show centers around three female gelflings in high power in different uh, uh, areas of the world. And you know I'm all about female empowerment, so that's a big draw for but, me. But I'm saying, like, what I'm saying is, like, it's 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 kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's different. It's n- nothing like the movie. Um, you like Simon Pegg? He's he's a voice. I do. Um, yeah. There's there's a bit. I'm going to spoil this just because I mean to to get your just to kind of hype it up a little bit. <laughs> okay. There's a scene where there is a a Skeksis. I believe this yes. is what it was. A Skeksis and a Mystic. Who okay. left? Left the inner circle of the Skeksis. Like, if you look at the Skeksis, there's like an empty seat at the table. Like, there's oh. two. There's a Skeksis and a Mystic, Mystic that are living out off the grid together in harmony. Oh, so it's it's like, oh, it's really interesting. Like, that's the only way this world works if they're together. 
Now, the Mystic and the Skeksis are voiced by Andy Samberg and Bill Hader. Okay. And they tell the history of the world and of the Dark Crystal. But how they do it <laughs> is the Mystic has like marionette puppets. Okay. And the puppeteers <laughs> are puppeteering smaller in-world puppets. Oh, gosh. And it's it's amazing. I'm assuming that... the sequence is online that you could just find it. And it shows up a little bit later in the series. But, dude, it's like it's like the most Henson shit ever is is these these full-suited puppets performing That are with, puppeteering. That are puppeteering. That are puppeteering it's puppets so that are good. puppeteering. Like, there's yeah, three levels of the puppeteering. Story, the history of Thra, or whatever the name of the, the <laughs> planet is. The, the history of Thra. I, and I, I, I don't really, I can't really defend this I or can't. anything like that. Yeah. I just don't like fantasy, I think. Yeah. Like, things that are so wildly... Oh, the Bleebadoos think... and the Feebadoos are fighting each other. It's like, I don't give a shit. Right. I can't keep I totally get it. straight. <laughs> like... for the Henson, but for the Henson craft, I oh, think yes. you would appreciate it. Just okay. watch an episode. or two. Maybe watch one episode just to see, like, wow. This is, like, maybe 5% CG. Maybe. Oh, nice. And it's not like I think it's bad. I. It, it's just not It's just not my thing. And the, it's... The... It, but the craft that they're using is, but as well as they could be using it, is to tell the type of story that you don't like. That, a, fantasy, a fantasy tale. Uh, I only speak- like documentaries. <laughs> that's it. Speaking, but speaking I highly, of- I highly recommend it. It's, uh, I think, I think your kids might be a little young for it. Maybe it's still Dark Crystal, so it still has that, like crazy imagery i don't think anything as crazy as the podlings being sucked of their essence right but of course but it's still yeah. it's still like um uh, uh uh mark hamill plays the scientist and he's a scientist and he messes up or something they put a cage on his head with like some sort of animal like worms or something Ew. and in that Jeez. he loses he loses his eye um it's gross it's like slime and stuff Sure. But if you watch the movie, that character has oh, a cyborg yeah. eye, and you don't think about like they're prequelizing. Oh, that's how he got the eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why he wears the red suit. Like it's not like Santa Claus is coming to town. That's it just I- stuff happens. So by the time you watch the movie, you're like totally caught up with the movie. That's um, why Poirot that- has a mustache. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's that. Uh, but but the, the Poirot is so stupid and over the top. When he got his face shot up, and he was he was literally like laying in a in a bed like a World War One hospital bed, uh, and he had a bandage patient. over his lip. <laughs> and then they <laughs> pulled it off. Just don't look at don't look at my face. And it's like she she pulls off the the bandage just over his lip, and she says like. You could probably use a mustache, and then it's like, do 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 do. do. It's time for Poirot's next Poirot. adventure. I, I was picturing it. It's like you know when you wear a cast and your hair just gets out of control. I thought they were oh. going to remove it. The mustache was already going to oh. be there because it was. <laughs> that would be that would be funny too. Uh, I want yeah, to put out a couple. Like, oh, the mustache looks good. It's stupid. <laughs> but I, listen, yeah, yes. it's on Netflix. You I know, you're you. not going to have to sit through a whole second season. Uh, I, this is more, I think, for Ben than for Ryan because Ben has a and had a Dark Crystal lunchbox. Yes, 
and so I'm no like offense fan. I am. But, I mean, I, I could tell you, dude, like, if you're afraid of reboots and prequels and remakes and stuff, like, this is one of the rare ones that, like, way got it right. Like, I, it, I, I don't doubt it. I don't think it's bad. I don't have think there's any flaws in it. It's just from not the director. It was one director that did all the episodes, and it's the director uh-huh. of Fast X and the Transporter. Ah, one I saw a commercial for Fast X where mm-hmm. I've seen it. They're dr- where a dam explodes, like with fire. It's not a mm-hmm. dam for gasoline. It's still a dam for water. But the but it. It explodes they as shoot. if it's the helicopter back mm-hmm. and then they drive the down the dam. Yes. Oh, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. It's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's so over the top. Not bad. Everyone used to joke. God, this must have been 24 years ago. That and the fact that I slept with his sister. <laughs> that was from. That was for the first one. Right? Oh, was, it, was that? Oh, well, that was, might have been Triple X. Oh, okay. but it's definitely sandwich crazy. <laughs> it's definitely the sandwich crazy one, the tuna fish. Was this guy that... sandwich crazy? <laughs> still I, making. I, I have no I'm idea still what you're talking about. That's great. I I remember when you all went. It was when Ralph and I were living together. Uh, when you all went, I was like, "There's no fucking way I'm going to see that movie." And now it's become out. an institution, <laughs> and I, but I'm still it's out. It's, it's, uh, it's, ex- I don't know. I say, I, I always say there's two types of people. People who shit on Fast and Furious and people who've seen it. <laughs> and I, I'm not it, shitting on it. It just, no, it's I know. Just, it's, I know that it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, let it be ridiculous. That's great. I'm glad that they're leaning into it, but. I don't. I feel like I have it. fairly decent taste in stuff. Yes, you do. And, and our tastes align. This is just this is just one of those things where it's just like I want to go have fun, and they haven't steered me wrong. Uh. <laughs> I just I can't look at. I'll Vin give Diesel. you an update next week on yes. on Fast X. I, I, can't. I can't look at Vin Diesel and not think of Beck Bennett on SNL in his last oh. sketch where he's doing like the the movies. The popcorn, the <laughs> concession stand, the second one that's never open, the sticky floors. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, God. That's all I could think about now when I see Ben Diesel and I hear him talk. I feel like if I had yeah, stuck around great. with the Fast series, I, I would be very on board because the way the more I learned about how crazy it's gotten, the more it's like, okay, that all sounds super cool and I could see that would be fuck, very gratifying to just like next thing you know they're going to be in space or i don't know traveling in time or fighting dragons anything could happen like literally anything can i tell you tell you spoiler (laughs) for part nine yes please what happens tyrese and Ludacris in a fiero in outer space see that's no bullshit no they just they've from what i've could tell from what i've heard and read about it is that they've just they do not constrain themselves to the bounds of reality as we normally think of it in in movies and fucking that's great it's a movie do whatever that's you want terrific that's so terrific. the last in the last one at the beginning uh tyrese is in this armored car that gets okay. shot up and hits a mine and goes ass over front and gets wedged between two rocks okay, okay. he jumps out the front the front windshield <laughs> it starts to run forward 
as the as the car is now coming down on what appears to be another landmine. Oh. <laughs> and he runs, it explodes, the car falls over on Tyrese, he gets out, and the whole rest of the movie, he's having this existential crisis that he thinks they're superheroes. <laughs> he because looks at all incident. the bullet holes in his jackets, and he's like, you guys realize... And he starts naming all the shit from the other movies and being like, <laughs> we're superheroes, right? That's <laughs> it's great. Like That's... It's self-aware. It's, what's great, I think, is it's self-aware, except uh, for Vin Diesel, who's still taking it seriously, which makes it funny. <laughs> it, reminds me of the, it reminds me of the um, uh, Point Break Live. Do you guys remember Point Break Live? Where oh, everybody no. on stage is an actor, but oh, the oh. Keanu role is filled is some... by a, a member that they pull out of the audience. That's great. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. A member of the audience on the stage. Now they're, they're Johnny Dakota or whatever his name is. You talk and everybody enough. else acts and they've got to respond and be the Keanu role. <laughs> and may not know what they're supposed to say, which tracks. So <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I love I'm the idea. Ethics tomorrow with my family. I'm very excited. Um if, just, if, if there's ever if there's if you ever want to just kind of see what one's like, put on Fast Five. That's the best one, the most entertaining. The action's incredible. It's the Dark Crystal of uh, the Fast Five series. Oh, that didn't help. <laughs> it's the uh, the craft. That's the other thing because now I know that it's that it's not serious and all that. Now I feel like oh shit, do I have to watch ten movies now? To... No, start with five. Rob no. says start, start with five. five. I want. I was thinking about Tyrese. Does he? Is there at any point when someone's about to fall, do they hold up a sign that says "Yipe"? <laughs> oh, but all, all I, I could see it happening. Like, listen, dude, I'm seriously thinking because these are Universal movies. Uh huh. Yes. I am waiting for a Jurassic Park tie-in. I am waiting for oh, dinosaurs. Okay. I thought you were going to say Frankenstein and. <laughs> I would watch that too. I feel like I feel like the series is a blank slate because it started out where there were thieves and they stole like VCRs and a DVD combo and like TVs, <laughs> like like flat screens, Victrolas, and dial-up modems. I, yeah. I, I think I think it's fast. I think Fast Seven, which uh -huh. was three, well actually four movies ago, Fast Seven. They are hired by a secret government organization to go find the God's Eye, which is a satellite dish which has access to every single surveillance and cell phone camera anywhere. And they need to get it out of the hands of a bad guy. <laughs> the bad guy is Charlie Theron, and the government guy that hires him is the Russ. I and I that. think Helen, Helen Mirren's in that. Helen Mirren plays Jason oh. Statham's mom. It's fucking gnarly, dude. These, these movies are fucking nuts. They sound terrific. I love if, it. If, uh, uh, yeah. I think yeah. it sounds like the whole writing staff of these movies is just playing yes and. Yeah. yeah with no it. limits. No limits. No holds barred. It's like, you know, when James Bond, when they did Moonraker, and they're like, okay, we got to kind of hold things back and do like for eyes only. There, there's no for your eyes. Just only. no for your eyes only. It's just whatever it's the be next, after. It's, it's whatever's after Moonraker. It's the, the but Moonraker isn't good, right? Like it's not. It's not one of your yeah. favorites. It's no, but it's fun. I watch it a lot okay. because it's fun. 
so it's just a different flavor like if that's what you want like it's if you want to go to the movie and laugh and just like have a good time it's, that's it's, that is what i like to do then go see are you there guard it's me margaret coming out <laughs> yeah. the theaters around you i think i blew that whole line i think i said are you there guard it's okay. okay. We we knew what you were talking about. Guards, guards, guards. guards. How about this? this? Let's get you. Let's get a let's get a clean take from you. Okay. Saying yes. the, saying the title we'll of the movie. It we'll yeah. see if it shows up in Darmalar's Roundup each week on James's YouTube. Okay, so the title. Right, let's hear. It. Let's get. It. Okay, let's hear it. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I got that new sound you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite tweet of all time. <laughs> oh, did someone tweet that? Uh, bummer. Yeah, it's like, are you there, God? It's me, your cousin, Marvin God. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I think I did see that one. My, um, I wasn't trying to bite. No, no, no. It's a, I it's know a we good. talked a lot about other things. Oh, yeah. Good yes. uh, but let's talk about Bear. Let's talk about Bear. Kyle uh, XY. She's going to get found out, right? Like that's oh, no what this is all leading to. I'm surprised she just didn't pull that that crossbow up against that guy's head when he was in her face. Bear knows how to play the long game, man. She, uh, yeah. I was trying to figure out because they were like, there's a part where she's doing the obstacle course, and he's like, "Oh, come on, you can't let a girl beat you." And I was like, "Okay, wait, are we going to have misogyny here?" But then um, there was like two other uh, women in the in the ranks, and. It didn't come up again like that, but I did notice that she shot the crossbow right between the eyes of that little pig. And of course, it was a pig. It couldn't be any other animal that she doesn't have a sister of. And the guy that's like the drill sergeant is like, not bad. Come on, bro. Not bad. <laughs> that's, that's, so how they, that's how they get the power over you. That's, that's how they Lauren break Michaels you down. He, they he's withholding down. of praise and then mm-hmm. makes you want to try harder. That's right. But this is great because she knows that if she sticks with this group long enough, she'll end up at the zoo. Exactly. Like it's her end goal. She 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 hates this stuff so much, but is willing to go through the motions because she's more focused on that end goal, which is Instant. real nice. With no, but I, with no... she's she's totally gonna get found out by Kyle XY. He's he's already on. He some he knows that something's up. Well, and then that's the moment's going to be if he has to decide whether it's worth keeping her secret because she's so cool, or if he's going to turn her in because he doesn't have enough loyalty to her. Well, like Johnny Dakota the, in Point well, Break, just well, like Johnny the Dakota. animal, the animal and collective just like, killed just his family. Like Brian his and Dom in The Fast and Furious. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be that thing. Yes, that is the, the moment. It's like the Fox and the Hound. Same idea. Yeah. It's a tale as old as time. I hope he's a rhino. <laughs> uh, I, so I, I like she's got that tape hidden I hope that she doesn't get busted for that I, I swear I thought that was happening the drill right. sergeant was like calling her out and I thought oh shit it's going to be totally happening but, yeah <laughs> but it did not fortunately I, I do want to point out um, I don't know if you guys caught this almost like an easter egg or like a reference or just like a, a trivia tidbit but they're going Shawshank to Shawshank Redemption <laughs> Yeah, there was a subtle there was a subtle reference this week to the Shawshank Redemption. You may not have mm-hmm. noticed it, but it's when mm-hmm. in the zoo they have a poster of Rita Hayworth. No, um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> where, where uh, Bear and her crew of last minute are going is Lemire City, uh, presumably oh. named for Jeff Lemire, the creator of right. Sweet Tooth. Right. And, oh. and there's a part. Yeah, they're going to Lemire City, which made me think of uh, and one of the. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, they're going to the East Warehouse on Lairdman Island. Yeah, you, you, sounds like you. Yeah, there's that. there's a trailer. Well, there's a trailer for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem, where <laughs> they're they they have there's a there's a build like a neon sign on top of a building that says Laird. Uh huh. But the D is the D is out, so it just says Lair. Just Lair. They're all like <laughs> hanging out there. Yeah, it's, that's kind of yeah. <laughs> and they're Lair. Uh, you see, Ryan, the creator of the Ninja Turtles, I understand. I understand. I understand. So Lemire City is a, a definitely another example of that situation. Yeah. Uh, you said mayhem. I like I, oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, I was bringing up earlier when you were talking about Jim Henson stuff. The Muppets Mayhem on Disney Plus is uh, worth your time. Yeah, we've watched three episodes. It's three super episodes. fun. Uh, and yeah. there's actually, there's a part where there's a, a certain element of the show where I'm like, oh, so they're going to meet this crazy producer named Zed. He's like a music producer. I wonder who they're going to get to play him. And then they go and talk to the guy and I'm like, huh, I don't recognize that actor. That's because he's a real person named Zed. Like, it's not... I don't recognize oh. the stars of <laughs> right. the because I'm right. not hip. Right. We just watched the episode where, I don't know if you've seen it, Ryan, where uh, Janice starts sneezing during a conversation with Lily Singh, and it turns mm-hmm. out that she's allergic to lying. <laughs> it's such it's such a great bit. It's so good. Um, I highly recommend Mayhem. Uh, yes. We've only seen three, but I highly recommend it. Absolutely. Uh, Janice ends up in the hospital uh-huh. because of all the lies. It's so fucking funny. And then, like, go around. Just, just watch it. It's good. It's I, good is there going to be, like, a poker face crossover? I, I don't know. So. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Ryan Johnson would do that. Because every time someone says a movie, name a movie that would be great where you keep one character and the rest are Muppets. Like right. knives out and and glass signing pop up. Brick. I always say Big like, Lebowski. Oh, that'd be a good one. That'd be good too. Who would be the human? Grant. Oh, Jeff Bridges. Oh, okay. I guess you could go that way. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, guys, uh, I you, I don't know if you guys watch with subtitles like I do, but the subtitles do. sometimes do. describe music, and Bobby's uh, Shawshank oh. music was plucky determined music good old plucky bobby plucky bobby do you think ryan do you think you will ever be won over by bobby at any moment no it's the outfit isn't it it's it's the outfit and it's the it's dressed like um, the he's dressed like the air country jamboree summertime a little oscar like with the with the Boy Scout with kerchief. The, oh yeah, some guy who works for work. I don't want to say works for me, but works in my department. Um, wrote Imagineering when he was a little kid and said that the scarf was all wrong, and he sent his oh. scarf in. And the in one of the theaters, they replaced Little Oscar's scarf with his scarf that he donated because it was more accurate for his rank. Wow. Yeah. Multi-billion dollar company. Yeah, Super Mario scarf. Brothers Five. <laughs> yeah, right. He has <laughs> no. He he actually has the the um the letter he sent, and they did a yeah. story about him in the Disneyland line, and he has that framed because his uncle works there. <laughs> yeah, the Disneyland line, the hard-nosed journalism of the Disneyland line. Nothing against the line. Love you guys. Yeah. Hey Dan. Hey 
John, I don't know who else works on that or if they even still work on it, but I don't know, man. I need to get some carbon dating on that letter. Right. Let me check to see if it it's legit. All right. I'll believe it. It's such a, it's one of those, it's like a story that it's like a really good story that a kid could tell like as a lie. He has yeah. proof. He has, he has hard evidence. What, what, in ink. What, what, is it signed in ink by, in... by milk call or something? It's not imaginary. <laughs> it's signed by Max. <laughs> and it's signed um, by Melvin. Yeah. All right. Well, did we do it? I don't have much more. I'll say, yeah, I'm just going to say, I just like that Abbott, the Abbots showed some sort of, you know, humanity by by laughing about the their, the band they were in. Yeah. They want to be Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. That was a moment. Uh, I feel like Johnny has been Garfunkled. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I, I, uh, I wanted to talk about just briefly this, just like as we're wrapping up, how I think well the storytelling and character writing come together because we have when uh, Amy decides that big man's not allowed to be around Gus anymore, right. which by the way, who, what gives you the right? Like you weren't there with him and Gus and how they've been working together. You can't just come in and decide, right. but the, what's great about finally seeing big man tell his tale about how he was getting the hybrid kids and, you know, the uh, I don't remember the actor's name Alonzo something Alonzo I think, and he just the the pain and the yeah. the regret, and then you think about when he met up with Gus, and when he's ferrying these hybrid kids to the last men, like is he putting them in cages or is he like gaining their trust? Is it like is, is it for Gus to come to him and be like, hey, take me to I can't remember Utah, take me to Red Rocks. And he's thinking, oh, God, I, I already tricked so many kids to coming with me, and now I, I don't want to do that anymore. And now this kid just wants to trust me implicitly, and it reminds me of what I did with other trust from other kids. I thought that right. was... The only reason why I would not think that is because then that would give them... You would at first have to give them enough credit as human beings to be tricked that you would need to coerce them and... and, they, they and think of yeah, I think yeah, they're, they're critters or whatever. Their little chant that they, oh they yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. So did we have we learned that his kid was a hybrid? Yeah, yeah, we saw his kid get born, and he he freaked out, had a moment, went downstairs in the elevator, and then was like, "Never mind, I got to go see my kid." And by the time he got up, the government had taken his wife and kid away. Right, and do we know what animal it was? skunk i think i want to say skunk or like panda bear i remember black and white but it was a while back i'll i don't remember for sure because is it something could we get a reunion oh is he one of is it one of the people that are existing in the zoo yeah oh, there is a skunk in the zoo right there is yeah. i know that we found out that he was a defensive tackle Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> but I did like that. I like that he's he got recognized. Yes. And he says, I'm not that person anymore. Um and and that we he said you don't know me. Uh which is 
something we learn more of in this episode, which is great. We're, you know, we're getting these little hints of who he was before and like before we met him um, when he met Gus. So it's, it's nice that they're sprinkling in this character stuff too, uh, because they do have a set amount of episodes that they're dealing with. They can take their time giving you backstories. It doesn't have to be like an info dump. It doesn't have to be a flashback. It could just be like, you know what? We can save this storyline for this point in the story. This was where it'll have like the most impact for our whole overarching story. Cause right now we've watched four episodes. So we're halfway through season two. And if they stick to eight episodes in season three, we are halfway through the series right now. We, we are exactly halfway through. And um, this is a good spot to be like big man is at his lowest. Um, and then the bad guys are at their highest. Uh, it's, it's empire strikes back. The bad guys won. They got the, yeah. the, 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 the antidote and the bad guy missed uh, both Gus and big man uh, are rock bottom. Right. Being face to face with Abbott. So it's um, it, it, like, the, the fact that this happened, this stuff happens this episode um, uh, leads me to believe that they had all 24 episodes like laid out. Right. Yeah, I, I get that. And then um, the, from the way Jep's been acting since he got shot till now, he's ramped up. Like he started off um, sort of not defeated, but like beaten back. And now that he's just, now he's just grabbing the reins and going for it. I'm not going to wait anymore. I'm not going to try to find any more people. I'm going to take this car and be out of here. Like ice cream truck, whatever it is. And it was very uh, comic book moment, just like the um, the Scrabble spelling out doom is at the back of the truck he's driving. It said something like, watch out for children. Something like that. Yeah. That was that was definitely a comic book panel. Uh, I looked yeah. it up and his kid is a sheep. Little baby sheep. Okay. okay. Something to look for. Yeah, I don't know if there's. Yeah, they don't. I don't think there were any of those in the zoo there, because they would have right. knitted a blanket out of wool or to for their escape plan. That's where the turtle got its sweater from. Yeah, yeah, uh... straight, straight from the sheep. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm done. Good show. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Next, yeah. next week uh, is called "What It Takes." What it takes. Oh, uh, yeah. There, sorry, that's it. <laughs> I was just—I I didn't talk about the narrator at all, and his the narrator's work is so minuscule at this point that it's very easy to to right. miss. And he—it's just week he was talking about roads, like whatever road you're on, it you takes you where you need you. to be. Yeah, yeah, and all roads lead to the truth. Right, exactly. But a fork in the road means you just completed Why? watching Why the Last Man. Uh, well, <laughs> still happening. that was fun. What, that was yeah. fun. We did a good job, I think. According to podcast, let's all let's all go get ice cream. We all did a good job. Did let's all go to Pizza job. Hut. Orange yeah, slices for everyone. Yeah. All right, <laughs> say send us out, Ralph. Uh, speak for yourself, everybody.
Yukira, call the animals! You have the gift! Call them to freedom! Speak for yourself, moron!